Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Have you ever been concerned as to whether or not you could be tricked into receiving the mark of the beast? In light of recent developments with COVID-19, are you concerned that day is drawing close? In today's message, Pastor J.D. will remind you that as believers, we have no need to fear, as we will be removed before the mark is forced on mankind. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on May 10th, 2020. Revelation chapter 9. Let me read verses 20 and 21. John, writing by the Holy Spirit, says, But the rest of mankind, who were not killed by these plagues, did not repent of the works of their hands, that they should not worship demons and idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. And they did not repent of their murders or their sorceries. Hang on to that word. I want to come back to it or their sexual immorality, or their thefts. In other words, (laughs) whoever was left, and oh, by the way, during the seven-year tribulation, when the judgment of God, the wrath of God is poured out on a Christ-rejecting world, we're told that one-fourth of the population of earth will be killed. One-fourth. And then here John says, those that were not killed by these plagues and did not repent, they wouldn't repent. And they wouldn't repent of their sorceries. Now, this is an interesting word. In the original language of the Greek New Testament, the word sorceries is translated uh, pharmakia, from where we get our English word for pharmacy pharmaceuticals. That that seems kind of strange a little bit, doesn't it? Well, let's look at Revelation chapter 18, verse 23. Might fill in a couple of blanks. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore, and the voice of bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore, For your merchants, speaking of Babylon, were the great men of the earth, for by your, here it is again, sorcery, pharmakia, all the nations were deceived. Stop right there. In other words, something to do with 
pharmaceutical, sorcery, something was a deception, because by this all the nations were deceived. Now here's what's really interesting, and why I believe that this vaccine, and by the way, I should probably say this, because I know I've been asked this, and maybe you're asking yourself this, oh my goodness, so what happens if I can't go back to my job unless I receive a a vaccine. I want to encourage you and assure you that as a Christian you will not be put in this position. And the reason why as a Christian you will not be put in this position is because you won't be here. And the reason why you won't be here is because the rapture of the church absolutely has to happen before the seven-year tribulation. You know, last week I made the comment, I said, this is no time to be wishy-washy about the sound doctrine of a pre-tribulation rapture. Had a comment from an online member said, I'm not wishy-washy, I'm watchy-watchy. I kind of like that. It's got a little catch to it. So watchy-watchy. So, (laughs) and I say that not to be clever or cute, I say that because if there was ever a time to be solid and sound doctrinally with the sound doctrine of the pre-tribulation rapture, it's now, especially now, because this is what's coming. And if this is what's coming, and as a Christian, I know that I'm not going to be here when it does come, who? That changes everything. That's a game changer. So something is coming by way of a pharmaceutical pharmacia that will be very deceptive. And I will add, according to Revelation 16 too, it will also be very poisonous. And I'm going to use that word for a reason, as you're going to see here in a moment. Now listen to this, Revelation 16 too. The first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land, and ugly festering sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast, and worshiped its image. Now, I am keenly aware that there is this propensity for some, maybe many, who will be left behind when the rapture happens. You will be in the seven-year tribulation. If by God's grace you're watching this video, the rapture has already happened, and you're in the seven-year tribulation, know that this mark will come associated with a worship of an image, which I believe is an AI image, artificial intelligence image of the beast, the Antichrist. It will be very specific. It's not going to be like, you know, you're going to go in to, you know, your pharmacy and you're going to walk out and go, oh my goodness, I just got the mark. No, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be very obvious, I guess for lack of a better word, because it is associated with 
the worship of the image of the beast. So now this is what's interesting. So those that take the mark, and then once they do, they have sealed their faith. There is some discussion, again, I don't want to get too much into this, but there is some discussion as to how this vaccine that they're working on actually has the potential to change your DNA. So we're made in God's image, and you accept something that changes that, you are doomed for all eternity. That's it. Those who accept the mark. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about Revelation 16 too, is because it seems to indicate that there's a reaction, an infection, a very serious infection, that takes place on those who had received this mark slash vaccination. Oh my goodness, I, I want to uh, say this. Should I say this, Lord? This second, I'll be back this second. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say it. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation were kicked out of India. Why? because they were vaccinating young girls that if they didn't die, they were either sterilized or paralyzed or both. There are literally numerous lawsuits against the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation because of their vaccines on human beings in third world countries under the banner of doing good. So many people, I saw a number, and again, I I wish I had the time. Maybe, again, you're an astute online church. Maybe you can do your research and let me know. But I've heard some pretty high numbers as to people that are paralyzed because of this vaccine, that their lives physically were forever altered and changed, and they were damaged severely physically, medically, because of this. So it makes sense that Revelation 16, 2, there could be such a reaction that festering sores break out on the people who have the mark. Now, some of you might be thinking to yourself, Pastor J.D., dude, you're scaring me. Well, I've often said, and you'll forgive me for saying it this way, but I'd rather scare the hell out of you and the heaven into you than flatter you into hell. I'd rather scare you into heaven than flatter you into hell. You might be watching this video, and it's no accident that you're watching this video, by the way. And it's no accident that you're still watching this video. Oh, you've thought about it. Uh, you know, closing it out and, you know, clicking that, that X. But God, I believe, is speaking to you right now. And I want to say to you, yes, this is bad news, but here's some good news. Yes, this is evil, but God, as only He can, takes that which is meant for evil and works it for good. Only God could do that. 
the Lord reminded me of Psalm 7610. I want to share this with you. It is to me one of the most profound truths in all of the Bible, because it speaks to this very dynamic, this very truth. Here's the truth. Psalm 7610 says, Surely the wrath of man shall praise you. With the remainder of wrath you shall gird yourself. In other words, even the wrath of man will praise God. God can take the wrath of man and bring glory to Himself. He can take the evil of man and bring praise to Himself. You know, I looked up the original Hebrew word for wrath, and it carries with it the idea of heat, poison, venom, and rage. To me, that that says it all. God can take the wrath of man, the poison of man, the evil of man, the plans of man. And as only He can, He can make them to praise Him. I think about Genesis 50-20, where Joseph has just revealed his identity to his brothers, which I always thought that it would be he must have looked very different. Of course, it had been many years. His brothers didn't even recognize him. So he revealed, they have no idea this is their brother Joseph that they sold into slavery and left for dead. And so finally, when Joseph can't take it anymore, he reveals his identity to his brothers. And they just, I mean, they, they fall to pieces. <laughs> in fear, and rightfully so, because he's the most powerful man in the world, save Pharaoh. And all he would have had to do is snap his fingers, and it would have been off with their heads in a second. But Joseph didn't do that. He says to them, you know, you meant what you did to me, (laughs) you meant it for evil, pure evil. But God, I love those two words, because it changes the complexion of everything. You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good for the salvation of many this day. I shared this before. I'll share it again. I hope you don't tire of me sharing it, but I am, and please don't misunderstand me when I say this but I am so thankful for this crisis, because of what God is doing already heretofore has done. And I believe with whatever time we have remaining, we'll continue to do, namely the salvation of many. I don't think we have any idea how many people we're going to see in heaven that came to Christ because of this. Well, that's some good news. I've got some gooder news. I know gooder is not a word. Don't email me. But I've got some gooder news. (laughs) You know, the badder the bad news is, the gooder the good news will be. This is bad news, yes, but here's the good news. Jesus is coming very soon. 
soon, and very soon to rapture us, take us out of this evil world that is waxing more evil, seemingly. I used to say by the day, I, I almost now need to say by the hour, as it waxes more and more evil. You know, we've been doing these weekly prophecy updates for over 14 years, with the exception of Resurrection Sunday and Christmas. Every week we have been talking about the soon return of Jesus Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the good news of salvation. Let me say it, and you'll forgive the oversimplification, but the only hope, the only answer is Jesus. That is the only answer. The only hope that you have is Jesus. If I've done nothing else or do nothing else, but get you to Jesus as quickly as I can, then I've done my job. He's the only answer. He's our only hope for this world. We started doing these ABCs of salvation. It's just a simple explanation of salvation. It's meant in no way to insult anybody's intelligence. It's just a childlike, not childish, childlike simple explanation of how to be saved. And that's what I want to share with you today. Now, there are possibly two groups of people watching. Uh, one group, you already know the Lord, praise the Lord. Uh, another group, you, you have never called on the name of the Lord to be saved. And I would implore you today, today is the day of salvation. If you'll just give me two more minutes, I'll explain how to be saved by way of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel is the good news that Jesus came the first time. He was crucified, buried, rose again on the third day, and He's coming back again one day. Here's the A. The A, this is how to be saved now. Very simple, childlike simple. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you sin, that you need the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 packages, for lack of a better way of saying it, the bad news first with the good news. What's the bad news? Oh, there's a penalty for our sin. The wages of sin is death. It's the death penalty. That's the bad news. We've all been sentenced to eternal death because of sin. Here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's a gift that is given, but He paid for it on that cross. He paid in full with His life. It cost Him everything to purchase, redeem us, and offer to us the gift of eternal life that He paid for. Isn't that true? It's not a gift if you pay for it. 
It's a gift if somebody else pays for it and gives it to you, gifts it to you. It's the gift of gifts. That's the A. Here's the B. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And as Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will, key word, be saved. Will, not could, not should, not might. No, (laughs) the jury is no longer out. The verdict is in. It is finished. You will be saved. The debt has been paid. Here's the C lastly. It's for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And then Romans 10.13, lastly, it says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will, there it is again, will be saved. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you. Lord, I pray right now for anyone that's watching, that has never called upon you, believing in their heart, confessing with their mouth, trusting in you for the forgiveness of sin, acknowledging their sin and their need for you, Jesus, as the Savior, that they would do it now, right now, and not put off and delay the most important decision that they will ever make in this life for eternal life, while there's still time. And Lord, there's one more thing I just sense on my heart I I really need to pray and ask before we close and end. And it's for the Christians. Right now, we have, I believe, with all my heart, the greatest opportunity of our lives to reach the lost, to move everyone every day closer to Jesus while it's still day, while we still have time. People are asking questions, and we have the answer that we can give to everyone of that hope that we have. Oh Lord, thank you. And Lord, lastly, (laughs) Maranatha, even so, Lord Jesus, come quickly. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen, and God bless you. Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. 
We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.